but he played it really, really well. Some some live one time. That was strange. It was a strange, strange concert. He was with this group called the Hieroglyphics Orchestra. Uh, and it was a bunch of like uh, young guns from the Bay Area jazz scene, Peter Affelbaum. It was his orchestra. And Don Cherry was like their spiritual and musical mentor. He played with them one night. And he was high as fuck. I can tell you that right now. Don, Don Cherry was unfortunately a, a kind of a lifelong heroin addict. And I would run into him, for, not like I was personal with the guy, but I remember going to see Nusrat Fateh Ali Khan uh, in Oakland and Don Cherry was there in the audience. So that was one of his kids. And he, he spent a lot of time in Europe because jazz was just much bigger in Europe and he could play and make money and uh, record there. And uh, Nina Cherry, his half sister was probably a little, little more famous than Eagle. but I really liked the video, you know, in, in a lot of ways that video is really prescient because there's a scene in the video, like he's everybody in the video, right? I mean, you guys picked that up. He's everybody in the video. So there's a scene in the video where the 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 the, the guy who's selling the meat and the beer and the wine and everything on the street gets robbed. And the guy that robs him, of course, is well, it's him. But, you know, you have to watch the video for a little bit to kind of understand that, know that. And then he runs and he gets he gets hit by a truck, right? And how many times have we seen that now? Like where there's, there's I just saw a video yesterday where a guy robs an Apple store. And to get away from the Apple store, he's in, he's in a mall. He jumps over the fucking rail. Two, two stories up in a mall. Those are mall stories. Those are not like, uh, you know, apartment dweller or, or suburban middle-class house stories. Those are mall stories. Those are big fucking stories. He jumps over the fucking railing just to get away. And what does he do? Of course, he breaks the shit out of almost every bone in his body, right? It's, it has that kind of, resonance in the video where he gets run over but what's interesting about that scene is the character that eagle eye cherry plays in the truck right he's playing it's like it, it it's this weird kind of i'll use the word karmic loop where the guy he's playing is a guy driving a truck and a cap and he's got a he's got a big dog next to him in the truck so it's kind of like the, you know, the, his version of, well, what we would call a, a redneck, right? Or um, somebody who's going to dispense some kind of justice on somebody who obviously um, has committed a crime that they'd probably not be all that happy about, right? So there's this weird collision in that video. And, it's, and in some ways, it's kind of prescient, right? Like that was from the late nineties or I don't, I can't remember exactly when that song came out, but it's gotta be somewhere between like 99 and 2000, 2001, right around there. Um, that video has 121 million views and was posted 13 years ago. So maybe, maybe it was, maybe it was later than that. What is time amongst friends? 
It's funny. Today I said August on the uh, Astro Weather, and we're almost there. Don't rip me too hard for that. We're almost there. Um, but isn't that weird how that, I mean, that scene is, again, it's, it's kind of prescient. You know, you have this random crime guy and then he gets hit by the dude wearing the trucker's cap, driving the truck with his dog next to him. And his expression is classic. It's just classic. The audio was choppy. Well, you know, one of these days, here's what's going to happen. I'm going to move from this place. I'm going to move from where I am physically. And my next spot is going to have a much better internet connection. I'm sorry. I, you know, again, you guys know the script. You know, I'm out here in the country. And um, it's not working. And you know what else I did? Just to let you know that I'm proactive about all these things. I actually put a deposit for fucking Starlink. You know happen i don't have a problem with that by the way here's what's going to happen i'm going to finally get starlink and i'll have good i'll have good uh good good internet because that's such a just that's just how these things are anyway um little eagle eye cherry for you i like a star nail yesterday kid creole in the coconuts which you missed unfortunately and i was going to play it again today but i thought Let's play this video. What did you think of it? Did you guys enjoy it? Let's check in with the one and only Chataria. It is Thursday. We got uh, DJ. Oh, look. It's Jasper. What's going on, buddy? We have a Jasper sighting today. Yeah, I know. We got a Jasper sighting. You're friend out there's not doing too well is he you know you guys have heard me talk about max the uh the outdoor cat and um i kind of inherited mac because where i'm living and i've been taking care of him for the last two years and um last week he started not eat he started to kind of hide out and i'm like oh shit okay something's wrong with max and I had to take, he's not my cat, right? But he's kind of been my de facto outdoor cat. And I had to take him to the vet um, earlier this week. And turns out that little Maxie has a, 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 a mass growing in his stomach and in his spleen. So he's not feeling too well. And uh, I had to pick him up yesterday. It's kind of sad. Yeah, your buddy outside, he's not doing too well, is he? So uh, Max is going to be uh, leaving here and going to New Braunfels. It's going to be his new home where uh, the folks who I rent this house from are going to come for what is ostensibly his last few weeks and months. It's really hard, you know. I, I know we all lose our pets and He's not even my pet. I'm kind of getting choked up about it. Isn't that right, Jasper? You're going to miss Max? You kind of like Max, don't you? You guys are buddies. You hang out on the porch. All right, who else do we have? Hey, the Crimmies are here. What's going on, KNS? Good to see you. Wendy says, the beautiful one, she's here. Miss Nikki is here. 
any bet on which Sinead Robert plays by two senses, Jerusalem? Well, you know, no, no Sinead today. No Sinead O'Connor today. We'll talk about her today. You know, um, hmm. how do I feel about Sinead O'Connor? You know, she was born on the same birthday, different year as Jim Morrison. Sinead's a Sagittarius, or she was. Um, didn't she do a record called The Year of the Horse? Wasn't that, wasn't that an album? If I play, I may play a Sinead O'Connor song at the end of the show. Because I can edit it easier that way, so I don't have to do a bunch of choppy stuff and put it up on the uh, podcast. But I think, what, what's, what's that song? Like Mandinka or Dinka or whatever? I might play that one. I always like that song. I, you know, I th I'll be honest. You know, Sinead O'Connor was really tortured. Like, I think she was really tortured. Like, MK Ultra tortured. That I talked about that yesterday. And, it, well, you know, what did she do? Like, you know, she shaved her head. And I know it was a look and everything. But she shaved her head. And isn't, isn't that what Britney Spears did? And I mean, I know Britney did it to kind of break free, but and she was very compelling. Don't get me wrong. Very compelling. But she was just tortured. And her career was kind of one long downward spiral. And it was very hard to watch from a distance. And then... The whole thing with becoming a, a priest and yeah, I get it. She's a Sagittarius. Like that's what they do. I, uh, I put a clip up on Twitter yesterday with Chris Christofferson talking about their special relationship. And I talked about this yesterday as well, that Chris Christofferson clearly fingered in Kathy O'Brien's book as being a handler, road scholar, Chris Christofferson was a Rhodes Scholar. Prior to being a Rhodes Scholar, I think it's the, uh, the, the evolution. He was a janitor at San Mateo High School in San Mateo. That was, that was Chris Christofferson's gig. Because, and Rhodes Scholars are people that are picked and chosen, hand-selected, picked and chosen, so that they could eventually – the Rhodes Scholarship thing was sort of early version Paved the way for indoctrinating uh, artistic, political, uh, we'll get a doctor indoctrinated, we'll place them in the system. So that's Christofferson's background. Of course, he does the singer songwriter thing and hangs out with Bob Dylan and the other cast of rogues characters who've sold their souls. And eventually connects with Sinead O'Connor. And I'm like, you know, all of my programming bells and whistles went off when I saw this. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. And he's on this, he was on this Irish TV show. And he was being interviewed 
about his relationship with Shane O'Connor, which he called a very special relationship. And I was like, this is really bizarre. This is, this is. And it just feels to me like he was another a long list of, you know, would-be potential handlers in Sinead O'Connor's life and career, which I, I see as just being absolutely tragic. And somebody who was um, trying to break free, which is the Sagittarian theme. She's trying to break free of whatever constraints she has in her life. She's trying to break free by exposing theoretically the truth and the hypocrisy of the, the Catholic Church. In that moment on Saturday Night Live where she tore up the picture of the Pope is a turning point for Sinead O'Connor. And it's not a good one. You know, and, and she received so much uh, hate and so much dissension, not, not dissension, just so much hate and so much criticism that I think it really uh, affected her, even if she was somebody who was conditioned, partitioned, and programmed, which I think she was. It's part of the music business. Anyway, you know, I don't know. I don't know really where I land on the whole Sinead O'Connor thing, honestly. I mean, tragic, I guess. You know, she's tragic. Um, and what? And did her son? Did she have a son who killed himself? Is that what happened to? I, I mean, the whole thing is just just a just a tragedy, human tragedy. But I think that when you look at her and, and put some of these pieces together. There seems to be a bit of a hidden hand behind the tragedy. That Chris Christopherson video, when I saw it, I'm like, whoa, where did this happen? Right? Says he matter at Bob Dylan's birthday party. Well, Bob Dylan's a little specious as well. All right, who else do we have here? Hucklebuck411, checking in Kelly B. I'm glad I made it in time to catch this song. All right. Kelly likes the tune. Good, 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 good. I lose. Yes. Jam into this sick beat, Wendy. Hey. Lisa W. DJ MC Great. It is a great song. He had those jeans, man. He had those Don Cherry musical jeans. Ryan with us today. Yes, he is her half-brother. Don got around in Europe. Double B, Beth Berry's here. Moira, what's going on, Moira? In New York City. This is a one-hit wonder. Yeah, well, I think Eagle Eye had another semi-hit after that. He had another semi-hit after that, but not as big as that one. One of the best live shows I've ever seen was Lenny Kravitz. Pretty easy on the eyes, too. I think Lenny Kravitz, pretty talented guy. All five foot four of him. Pretty talented guy. Uh, let's see. Who else do we have? Do we know the circumstances around Sinead's death? You know, it's really interesting. It's like, okay, you got Sinead O'Connor's death. You've got 
Bronny James with myocarditis. And then kind of, you know, if, if, if we're looking at like, this is a horse race, like, okay. The horse, this is the distraction derby. And in lane number one, we have Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell, lane number two. We've got Bronny James, Bronny, Bronny, Bronny James. In lane number three, we've got Sinead O'Connor. And in lane number four, we have the Obama chef. And they're off. Coming in the inside pole, it is oh, from the outside. Look at the outside. It is Obama chef. Obama chef is taking the lead. And he's really out distancing the other horse. Oh, oh here comes Ronnie James. Ronnie James on the inside. Overtaking Obama chef. It's Bronny James. It's Bronny James. Oh, 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 here we go. Mitch McConnell making a big, big push here at the end. It's Mitch McConnell, Bronny James, Mitch McConnell, Bronny James. But here comes Sinead O'Connor. Sinead O'Connor. Sinead O'Connor. Sinead O'Connor at the wire. And bringing up the rear is Obama chef. Oh. Obama's chef started off with a huge, huge fury out of the gate and faded quickly. There you go. The distraction derby. They have a boobs in Arizona. Oh crap. I thought that was Lenny. Never. You know, you can, you can actually talk about how cool Lenny Kravitz was and how easy on the eyes he was, even if Eagle Eye Cherry inspired it. It's okay. I said August today on, on the uh, Astro Weather. Uh, Liddy Lou is at Discount Tire now. Why don't you give us an update while you're there? Let's see. Monkey guess after his son took his life. Yes, indeed. Sony, what's happened, Sony? She was born in 1966, year of the horse, fire horse, Sagittarian fire horse. Uh, let's morning. Hey, Lynn made some avocado ice cream and looking for fresh coconut milk and cream. I didn't like the flavor of the can kind. Lynn, your hands on. Hands on. Yeah, people take antidepressants because uh, their reality probably is not that great. Let's see. Look at that. Oh, you're so, Wendy, you're so sweet. Look at that. Uh, Harriet Bowie. What's going on, Harriet? Hanging laundry. Listen while I pick up some meat. Yeah. They do humane slaughter in the field with a mobile truck. Wow. That is some humane meat. The Tiffer, boy, this is the week that keeps on giving, right? Got that straight. August-ish. Thank you, Michael. Appreciate that. Face saver. All the very best. Well, it's, you know, it's going to happen. I usually don't stay more than two years in one place. And I'm on the meter. Uh, Robert, they're laying internet cable all over rural areas. Oh, I know they are. I know they are. 
the American Rescue Plan. Want everybody wired up. Let's see, CC's late to the party, but you're here and you made it and it's fashionable. That's right. I'll get Starlink and then I'll move. Exactly. Um, let's see what else. I know, I thought, I know, I know, I know, but there, look, it's really, I'll just mix it up. See, if I hadn't checked in with you, I wouldn't have been able to do the, the distraction derby bit. See, there's content here. You guys are a rich, rich minefield of content. Margie, what's happening, Margie? Hey, okay, hey. Uh, let's see, who else do we have? I don't generally listen to music in the morning, but I was listening to Matchbox 20. As I was pulling up to the show, opened up to another 90 song, my music era. Really be. I'm happy to spin the platters from your past. Uh, let's see, who else do we have? Please don't play Nothing Compares. That song grates on my nerves. Now I'll do the one about the, the someone that actually rocks a little bit. Definitely beautiful face, for sure. Frank, quite frankly, discussed electric culture. Good. It's a good topic. Um, Krimis, agreed on Sinead. She has all the expression of someone abused. I would agree with that. Uh, let's see. Who else do we have? Anybody else? Anybody else? Anybody else? Her mother abused her. I think kind of went uh, a little bit deeper. Than that. She, she could have been a player. Christopherson probably didn't write Bobby McGee either. I don't think Chris Christopherson was untalented. Um, but I don't know if he wrote that either. Oh, uh, let's see. O'Connor Signals committed suicide last year. Jeez. Release was Sinead and Afrokelt sound system. I saw Afro-Kelt sound system one time. They were fucking amazing. I saw them at the WOMAD Festival in Seattle. Wow. That was a highlight of the show. Real highlight of the show. Let's see. Who else do we have here? People don't care for others as much as they get paid to say they do. Well, that's a, that's a splash of cold water in the face for sure. Um, let's see. Steve, you're funny. Very funny. Scrubbies is here. What's happening, Scrubbies? Um, I heard suicide. Yeah. Suicide. Criticizing the Pope doesn't go well. That's true. You know, what's interesting about that is that Saturday Night Live has a, a very uh, rigid protocol for understanding the, knowing the open. Now, we know that Dave Chappelle broke ranks with the open. Did Lorne Michaels know that Sinead O'Connor was going to do that? Did he allow her to do that? Or did she go rogue when she ripped up the picture of the Pope? 
I don't know the answer to that. I'd like to know what your answer is. What do you guys think? In lane five, here comes Hoofhearted. Um, Obama chef would take up the, oh, and Margie. That is, that is really. Obama chef was a, he was a dad. He had two kids. Apparently Michelle was, uh, not a very nice boss. According to the stories, one of the rumors was, was that she was micromanaging him always critical of what he was doing or not doing. Right. I mean, that was part of, part of the narrative. Could you imagine working for Michelle Obama? Jesus, what a nightmare that would be. Absolute nightmare. You combine entitlement with power, nearly unlimited resources. I mean, let's face it. The Obamas are stinking fucking rich. And if there's any truth to the rumor that Barack Obama um, inherited the fortune of Lilo Soatero, whose name he took, and that Lilo Soatero was just filthy rich, from being in Indonesia and profiting off of things like oil and mines in Indonesia, that Obama was, was like, he was set for life. Right. I mean, that's really kind of the backstory there. And that's in addition to all the other fucking money he got along the way. So they have potentially, um, so you're dealing with somebody who is entitled. Um, who seems to be constantly unhappy due to the social condition might have a um, series of hormonal um, cross circuit dysfunction may have may, may be the bigger man of the household. We, you know, we don't know, but maybe the bigger man of the household. And not in charge or empowered Washington. And she's a Capricorn. Could you imagine having to work for a person like that? I'm sure it would just be an utter nightmare. Utter nightmare. Now, did they pay well? More than likely. I'm sure they paid well. Like, you know, but what, what else did he have access to? The whole thing is weird. And boy, has it gone radio silent. Totally radio silent. No comment from Obama. There's, I don't even think there was a comment from anybody representing Obama. <laughs> He's radioactive for the next six months. Like he will be the invisible man Claude Rains, or maybe in this case, Ralph Ellison, which might be a bit more apropos, but he'll be the invisible man. You won't see Obama around like the noise has to die. Like there's no way that he can be in public and not have to answer some kind of question around this or a heckler. Right. So uh, Barry and Mike, 
are going to be low profile. Low profile. Now, there's apparently the Bahamas were, were supposedly not there. Okay. Do, do you believe that? Were they not there? They got an alibi. Oh, yes, they were they were with us. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Um, we had a, a very, very, very private um, get-together in the Hamptons. Yes, yes, yes. Um, but there's no record of them actually going there. Well, I know. I know there's no record of that. It's because it was very, very private. We, you know, we wanted to make sure that uh, they didn't uh, arouse any kind of public attention. Oh, I see. Yes, they they took a they took a submarine here. That's that's how private it was. Took a submarine. Yes, a submarine. You know, it's Ghislaine Maxwell's old submarine. They had to do something with it, so they they took it over. Uh, let's see who else we have. Let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Gigi, listening from Ocala. Glad to have the day off. Much love back to you, Gigi. Enjoy your day off. You do have value. Absolutely. It was an alien. Oh, we got the alien thing, too. Forgot about that. We got the we got the we got the alien drama unfolding. I think the veil is thinning for some. I think it's thinning a lot. I, th I think at some point we're just gonna poke our heads right through the other side, like that aha uh -huh video. Take on me. Uh, let's see who else do we, is that a mountain? Is that a mom said? The theory of electric culture was fun. Then I didn't see better outcome. I'm planning to make proper jewelry. There you go. If uh, life gives you uh, proper, it doesn't work in your garden, make lemonade. Let's see. Da, 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 da. Who else do we have? Good to see you, Zadamom. Distraction Derby. Got a nail screw in my tire. Going back at 2 p.m. for a fix. Those pesky nail screws. Funny March. Jack of all tirades. That is actually really funny. That, that, that's a good line. I like that. Just scroll through the chat here. Okay. Tuesday was the first day of the Mayan calendar. I felt the wave. Anybody else knew? Worse would be working for Hillary Clinton. I think it's a coin flip. I think it's a coin flip, but Hucklebuck, you might be onto something there. I think it's probably a coin flip. Let's see. I think we're all present accounted for. Marge, it's good to have you here. Thanks for being here. Okay. Let's just jump into some of the weird. I've got some, 
I got some really weird clips. I'm going to show you guys. Weird clips. Um, let me see if I can view my bookmarks here. So we're talking super high strange. <laughs> All right. This one, I got to say, this is not in the political realm. But it is fucking funny. And I don't... <sighs> When 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 I see a video like this, um, number one, I really appreciate the brilliance of nature, the absolute brilliance and timing of nature. I celebrate it, and then I also remark to myself or comment to myself that. Um, notate to myself that humans are pretty fucking stupid at times so we're not quite into the deep weird but it's pretty weird and this is stupid weird this is stupid weird here we go this is from uh shimiki michelle's feed watch this this is a wild animal park People are in their cars, they drive, and the wild animals kind of look up, you know, like, what the fuck is going on here? There's a woman in this car who is going to get into an argument with her husband. And unfortunately, um, the husband wins, but not the way that uh, he'd like to win. Or maybe he would. Let's watch it. She comes out. She's going to give him a piece of her fucking mind. He's opening the door. Look at her. Uh-oh. Wrong idea. Bad idea. Your car. <laughs> I got to play. That's a funny one, too. Let me play that again. Let me play that again. She's, man, she's on a mission. He's gonna, she's going to let him have it. It's like, this is the day I've been waiting for. Right here, for one of you stupid assholes to jump out of your car. <laughs> here you go, the kids, and then there's the park ranger. Okay, that's stupid weird. That is a stupid weird fucking moment in time. So there, there's that, okay? High, strange, stupid, weird. That's that 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 is Darwin. Darwin asserting himself, or at least the theory. It's too bad she already had some offspring. No, I'm just kidding. Like, what happened next with that video? For for those of you who are listening on the on the uh, podcast, what I just played was a video of cars going through a wild animal park and the woman in the car who was the passenger looked like she was in some kind of a conflict with her husband, who was the driver of the car. She got out of the car, which they tell you not to do. You're not supposed to get out of your car, roll your window down. She gets out of the car 
to go to the driver's side and like get in his face and I guess from a different angle or who knows what, right? And then from the bushes, tiger, tiger, burning bright comes racing into the frame, grabs her and takes her back into his little jungle lair. And then the husband gets out, runs after the tiger. The kids get out, run after the tiger. And then there's the uh, the wild animal park ranger gets into the mix. Holy shit. What? So do you think they had to shoot that tiger? Do you think they had to put that tiger down? Like, it, what? it's not that tiger's fault. The tiger's doing what the tiger does. Tiger eats. You're in tiger land. You're, you're, you're not in domestic dispute in some city fucking park land. Okay. That's tiger land. So I hope that tiger lived. It wasn't that tiger's fault. It was just being a tiger. That's all. Just being a tiger. And she was just being stupid, weird, right? Stupid, weird. Had to play that video. It's kind of comic relief. There's a little bit of a comic relief kind of theme to today's show. Although some of it's kind of scary too. All right, let me play another video. And this is a video. I talked about this today on the show. Uh, Astro Weather. Where this woman has fucking had enough. She's had enough. She's She's had enough of the social programming. And I clearly applaud the video so let's um let's watch this i'm gonna watch this again okay so it looks like this is a new york subway i'm i'm gonna go out on a limb here and say she's korean and watch what she does she's fucking had it right this woman has had it and away we go whoops oh what happened Supposed to supposed to play for me. It's wrong. It's propaganda. Yeah. Normalizing, normalizing. Yeah. The next generation. Yeah. I don't know why no, like no one sees this. No. Because TV told them not to not to get uh, not to get upset. Look at that. That's that's pretty good. Look at this one. Romantic. Good for her. So I'm just going to describe again, if you're um, here, let me play this clip because these, these go away if I don't play them. Nicely done, babe. Nicely done. This is good weird. She's got people helping her. Thank you. Look at that. Thumbs up, man. All takes is one person, right? Let me play this again. This is good weird. No, it's not. It's wrong. This is propaganda. Yeah. 
Normalizing. Yeah. I don't think this is her kid, but she's got this dude with a skateboard that is right behind her, much younger. And she says this is normalized. She's pointing to the sick fucking propaganda that they're littering the New York subway with. About sexuality. She's that's this guy behind her to jump. No. Because TV told them not to. So she's tearing the shit down. That's, that's pretty good. Look at this one. Romantic. Looks like he's gonna get off the train. He starts to help her. Here he goes. Nicely done, babe. Nicely done. Dividing Congress. That's what the Chinese want. We're trying to divide and conquer us. Hear that? The government is against us, and you guys don't see it. And, and she's speaking direct to those black guys right there. That should give you a little. Should give you a little hope. Now, play another video here, and again, we're living in this very weird world of high strange counterbalance. So you have her, who is proactive, and then you have thisy, which just unfolded in California. This is near the Golden Gate Bridge, or the Bay Bridge. I'm sorry, Bay Bridge. Watch this. I'm talking. This is the. Oh yeah, fuck this, the car. This is evil, <laughs> stupid, weird. Here we go. Oh, come on. Here it is, right here. Evil, stupid, weird. <laughs> oh shit! Holy shit! He is shooting. So I guess she's had enough as well. Holy shit, dude. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Uh, Whoa, man, it's a live crazy. round. Whoa. Bro, what the fuck? What the fuck? At least she, I think she ran, ran out. She ran out. She ran out? Yeah, the, the so guns, much uh, Holy shit, dude. Holy shit. Oh yeah, fuck the car, bro. <laughs> oh shit. Holy shit! He is shooting. Wild sides, Holy welcome. Holy shit, dude. Did you see oh that my god. sign? Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Uh, fuck that, yeah, it's a lady. Oh, Whoa! Bro. What the fuck? What the fuck? I think she ran, ran out. She ran out. Okay. She ran out? Yeah, the, the gun. So uh, the visual, holy shit, dude. you who are not seeing the visual, is there, this is a naked 
black woman on the Bay Bridge Plaza with a handgun. I mean, she's fucking stark ass naked. I don't think she has any shoes on. And she's firing rounds at cars. Gavin Newsom's California. Here you go. This shit, anybody who runs against Gavin Newsom needs to use this video. This, this is it, man. This is this this is this is evil, weird, bordering on good, weird, right? Somebody Newsom. Now they're but good thing is California. Because I'll tell you, if that was Texas, let's just say it was Texas. Somebody would have run her over. Right? Somebody would have run her over and said she's a threat. They're into the eagle eye cherry territory with the video, which we're circling back over to, looping back. Like, that is fucking weird. Now, last counted and votes counted, uh, this is not something that Gavin Newsom would want to have on his election reel, right? He would want this. It's an indictment. This is an indictment. And like, what the fuck is going on? How did this woman get to this place? I mean, literally, how did she get here? Because I know this area. Like, you're just coming off the Bay Bridge. There's nothing around here except for maybe West Oakland on way over here on the other side. So what is the backstory here? Was she in a car? Somebody kick her out? Did she manage to disarm the guy? Who knows? Will we ever know? I don't think so. Evil. That's evil, weird. Evil, weird, 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 but potentially good, weird. If it's used against somebody like Gavin Newsom, which I'm sure will be you, that's not the last you'll see of that video. There'll be a compilation of Gavin Newsom's uh, greatest hits and misses, but mostly misses. He'll have his own version of the greatest hits and, you know, RFK or whoever will have the greatest misses. That's weird. That is weird. So what about Mitch McConnell? We didn't even really talk about Mitch McConnell. Holy shit. That's a holy shit moment. Let me see if I can find it. Let's watch this. So here it is right here. Mitch McConnell goes into freeze mode.
and I would love, I'll, I'll check in on the comments here. I would love what you guys think about what's happening here. Now, a lot of people saying he's having an ischemic stroke. And this is a byproduct of that. So let's watch him. He just completely freezes. He's talking or trying to. Look at this. He's not even blinking. There's no blinking going on. And finally, these people are, oh, he's looking at him like, who are you? This dude in the back, this guy right here, who is that guy? He's got a weird smile on his face at the beginning. Look at him. They, you know, that's the Robbie Parker effect. Remember Robbie Parker? That's like the Robbie Parker effect. Look at him. It's like he's there, he's smiling, and then all of a sudden he's got to get into character. See that? And even this dude over here, like, what does he know? What does she know? What do they know? She's kind of looking sideways, like, is this going to work? Is this going to work? Is this going to work? And then big guy drops into concerned character right there. And McConnell just goes blank. Just goes blank. And he looks extremely frail, weak, pathetic. And then he's escorted off. That is weird. Is it a byproduct of the head trauma that he experienced last year? Is that, is that what we're witnessing here? And how does it make you feel when you see this? Do you feel any empathy for Mitch McConnell? Compassion? Or is it like, well, you know, you've been a tool of the establishment. You married a Chinese spy. And you're, she's probably your beard. Are we going to hold all those things against him? I mean, he is human for that matter. I mean, there are people that think that, right? I was on Tracy Beans's feed and she's like, oh, no matter who he is, I feel bad for him. I have empathy for him. He's a human. How do you feel about that? Like he looks like, I, I will say this, right? That's kind of sad looking. That is kind of sad looking. Like this guy is having a crisis. And somewhere inside, he knows he's kind of having a crisis. But the fact that he doesn't even blink. 
And this smiley ass motherfucker in the back. Look at him. Malfunction. He's done. He's done. Done, done, done. Is he from Kentucky? Is that where he's from? Now, I will say this about Mitch McConnell. That um, he, Mitch McConnell really did get the hemp thing. He got the hemp thing. Because I, I, you know, one of my good friends, uh, Linda, um, very involved in sort of the, you know, the early days of trying to get, you know, hemp legalized so we could have hemp products and CBD and things like that. McConnell was way out front. You know, say what you will about him in terms of his overall politics, but he knew that the tobacco farmers of Kentucky were going to have to replace their cash crop. And so he he was a champion of hemp and kind of led the way, right? So Kentucky was one of those states that was on the vanguard of the legalization of hemp. And he led the way for that in VC uh, as well. So I have to give Mitch McConnell some credit because without Mitch McConnell's effort to try to figure out how they were going to replace tobacco, because they he knew that tobacco was on the endangered species list and that these tobacco farmers would have to figure out another way to use their land. Like... It's possible that a true hemp science would exist without Mitch McConnell. But if you were doing kind of a reverse engineer, I would say that Mitch McConnell is an important figure so that businesses like true hemp science could exist, that hemp would be legalized and there'd be uses for hemp that would, I mean, initially it was like, okay, well, we'll use it to, make paper and all the, all those hemp things. Right. But then they found that CBD was something that was really interesting and it was actually cheaper to make. And the, uh, the markup was higher. Right. So that's why you had a lot of the hemp crop being kind of, you know, navigated and redirected towards CBD. We, st- I mean, there are hemp products out there, and I don't think we're using hemp as much as we could be. I think if we really used hemp, we could revolutionize the economy. I've said this for a long time. You, Henry Ford, of course, built the car. You can, like, you remember how um, George Washington Carver did everything with peanuts? Well, hemp makes peanuts um, kind of look like. I don't know, uh, tinker toys to, to nomadic, um, tools, right? Like you can make a fucking car out of hemp. You can't make a car out of peanuts. Although you might be able to get some fuel out of peanuts. You can get fuel out of hemp. Absolutely. Like the, 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 the wide, wide use availability of hemp is profound. And, I, and, and if we really adopted it, I mean, really, really adopted it, I mean, it could also deal with this whole fucking climate change thing. Like, hey, let's plant more hemp. Yeah, why don't we plant more hemp? 
That would help, wouldn't it? Oh, they don't require more CO2. We got to get rid of this. I mean, please. Anyway, that's another layer of weird, right? Like Mitch McConnell just sits there and freezes. Very weird. Is it evil weird? Is it weird weird or is it good weird? I think it's somewhere between uh, weird weird and good weird. Because we're watching the, the machinery, the apparatus of the machinery break down. That's one example. The Obama thing is another example. I'm telling you, people are going to sleep on the Obama thing, right? Because this, this news cycle, remember, they always dump on Fridays. So I'm sure we'll have another dump on something on Friday. And then pushing the Obama story even further into the background. But it'll have an effect, right? It will have a ripple effect. And you would say, well, he'll, they'll, they'll be just as effective in private as it would be in private and public. I don't necessarily agree with that. You have to also understand that um, you're dealing with kind of these warring gangs and these warring factions. And when they have something on somebody, that somebody is then compromised. You think, well, he's already really compromised. Well, that might be true. But I also feel like there's stale compromise and fresh compromise. This is a fresh compromise. This is fresh meat. And would it be used against them? Possibly. Possibly. I just think it's interesting because let, let's say Obama had to deliver something in public that would like, you know, reinforce something or whatever, right? Like that, he does that every now and then. He can't do that. Cannot do that. There's this guy on Twitter. Uh, some of you guys follow him. His name is Dom Luker, D-O-M-L-U-C-R-E. He was suspended from Twitter. You know why? Because he was going to bring out evidence around the Obama thing. Coroner's report, autopsy, eyewitness accounts. There was somebody else paddleboarding out there. Think about that. There was somebody else paddleboarding on the pond. And we already played the video yesterday. He was a strong swimmer. When, when stuff like that happens, right, it is like a spanner in the gears. And things don't move forward accordingly. That, in its own way, is good weird. And I'm sorry that the guy lost his life. I don't know what happened. There, there's speculation, blunt force to the head, right? Blunt force trauma. Like that, that's, that's been talked about. Somebody on the back of the paddleboard has been talked about. Guy had two kids, a wife. That's the other side of the story. Like there are kids that don't have a dad now and a wife who's probably asking what the fuck, right? What the fuck? So I don't want to just trivialize this and say, 
Well, here we go. Here, here's, here's how the matrix works in reverse, which we're kind of seeing here. Because there is some, there's some huge pieces to this. It's kind of like the same argument that they use with LeBron James and Bronny, which I talked about yesterday, but I think this is different. LeBron James is a fucking public person, right? And how many times has LeBron James lectured to us? Mm, more than a few. And I'm not saying we should just go after LeBron James and um, because, you know, oh, well, you know, we can take a victory lap. No, nah, that's not what I'm saying, but I'm saying that it's not a topic that's untouchable, even though Royce White would like us to believe that. Um, but this guy, his kid and his wife, I mean, it's, you know, there's, there's, there's a life there. Lives. But yes, it's a, it's a major, major, I think it's major. Because what happens, right, is that, that, there's supposed to be these rollouts of these events, right? That, that are part of the schedule. There is a schedule of events. There are things like you saw it right with, with COVID and they, and they basically were telling you ahead of time that it was going to happen. There were movies about it, right? They had, they had their, uh, little, uh, you know, workout right what was it the sort of the, the sort of the game planning of it which they, they, that was planned it was all planned it was gonna happen so they have events that they roll out they're not just like well oh, hey look why don't we let's let's pull this out of the uh the illuminati uh card direction list. No, they plan this shit. And the planning of certain things, I, I do think that they accelerated a little bit with the COVID thing because they're behind. They're behind their schedule. Like, like 2021 was creeping up and they needed to get as quickly as they could to agenda 21. Right. And this is what happened. This is the precursor to Agenda 21, shutting everything down, making everything uniform, digital uh, ID, flashing your little card, all that shit. Right. This is part, part of the exercise. It was a pandemic. So when you look at this and you have a key player like Obama, who I would say is more compromised now than he was two weeks ago. And somebody who is, um, seems to be deeply enmeshed in what's going on behind the scenes. I mean, I, I think we'd all agree that since Biden got elected, this is Obama's third term. It's compromised. Now, to the degree that it's compromised, well, I guess we'll find out. Now, another weird thing happened. The, the, I mean, we are in a really, really 
interesting and rich period of high strange. Hunter Biden and his defense team rejected the plea deal that um, the, the Department of Justice had set up for him. Why? Well, because Hunter Biden and his defense team said, okay, well, if we agree to these charges, basically, you're not you're not going to charge us for anything moving forward. Like this was Hunter Biden's lifelong immunity. And the DOJ said, we can't agree to that. And I, and I think it's actually going through a judge who was appointed by Trump. It was a Trump point. That's where this case is going through. Like the, the DOJ is not like the G, the Department of Justice can bring charges, but these these judges are the ones that have to adjudicate the the, the case, right? So he's he has to go through this judge. I forget her name, but um, she said no. You know, sorry. Like, hello, it's theoretically America. Like, if you commit a crime in the future or there's something from your past that's egregious, like that's a separate thing, buddy. Like you accept the plea deal as it is, or you don't, there's no negotiating. And so now they didn't accept the plea deal. Now, I don't know if they being Biden's team. Now, I don't know if that means that they can accept the plea deal again. Well, we changed our mind. We changed our mind. We're gonna we're gonna take it. Well, sorry, you kind of rejected it. You can't change your mind. I don't know if that's true or not, but um, for the sake of discussion, or we'll say it is. So that's weird too, right? You think, oh yeah, Hunter Biden, scot free, and get off again. Well, at the well, at the very least, he's not been given blanket immunity forever that's not happening that is not happening so that's weird right that's a that's but i think that's 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 kind of good weird venus retrograde you know venus rules libra libra the scale of justice moving backwards in this case that's good that's a good venus retrograde so there you go. Those are some of the headlines of what's on the weird meter. And I even I haven't even checked the news before we get out of here. I'm actually kind of liking this period. I like weird, as you can tell. Let's uh let's check out the uh the news period. Let's what's going on in the news. Let me just do a quick a quick gander. Let's we got, uh, here we go. Here we go. This uh, takes us back into Obama and the chef. Here we go. This is, this is Michelle. Here we go. 
What did I tell you, man? Spanner in the matrix right here. We don't know where she went or where she is right now, said an inside source, on condition their name not be used. We haven't seen her since the night of the drowning. This is from CBKN News. CBK News. Check for more updates. So it's not just uh, Bathhouse Barry. Yeah, that's funny. That's funny, weird. So there's that, right? Goes into hiding. There she is. And could be related to this. What is this? Let's see what we got here. Well, that's interesting. Here we go. Have you guys seen this picture? Anthony Bourdain and Obama. I think they're somewhere in Asia. Eating Asian food and drinking beer. He's dead. Uh, this is Hillary Clinton, chef. He's dead. Drowned. Drowning chefs during a fatal hike in New Mexico. I guess if you're going to off a chef, drowning is the way to go. It's very Piscean, isn't it? Let's see what else we have here before we get out of here. So it was good to check the news. We picked up on the... Uh, They picked up on the uh, picked on the Bronny story a couple days ago, just before. Here we go. The weird just keeps on coming. It just keeps on coming. I'm here to bring you the weird. From yesterday, order who debunked Pizzagate pleads guilty to child rape. I mean, that's not something you want to do a victory for, but James Gordon Meek, 53, who served as national security journalist, ABC skipped to appear in Virginia federal court on Friday following his January 2023 indictment on child rape charges. He faces up to 20 years behind bars. So this is a guy, before his arrest, Meek regularly wrote hit pieces. Again, Trump supporters, QAnon, and conspiracy theories, such as Pizzagate. Other disturbing accusations on exchanges the agency said they found on his devices would be sharing his fantasy of abducting, drugging, and raping a user as a 12-year-old girl. 
cut his balls off. Guy won an Emmy for his news coverage of the 2017 Pulse nightclub shooting. Yeah, take the Emmy away. Right there. This guy is a major cog. Well, the cog is going to be behind behind bars here pretty soon. Evil weird. He's evil weird. But, But this is good weird, right? This is good weird. And it's not just like, like, it might be weird if he got hit by a train or a bus or something. But this is a guy that came out and wanted to tar and feather and 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 uh, come after people who were clearly onto something. I think Pizzagate is real. I think it's real. And they what they did is they weaponized Pizzagate. And they started to use that against people. And the guy that was part of the uh, attack dogs. Some people say it's karma. I don't know if it's karma. Right? That's not really karmic. That, well, you if you try to uh, seduce kids online, drug them and rape them, and they get arrested, that's called breaking the law. And you're breaking, I don't care. I don't care how much they want to put the plus into all of this. Breaking the law. And breaking, I think breaking God's law. Look, I know that teens are capable of becoming pregnant. I get it, right? Biologically, and in some countries, that's exactly what they do. They start having kids around 15, 16 years old, sometimes even younger. I'm not condoning it culturally. The organism is set up for it, right? This is the way it is. And if you don't understand that, you're kind of in denial. And culturally, there are very, very different standards, too. Like, in a lot of those cases, by the time you get to 14, 15 years old, like, the lives are very different. You've probably been working and, like, you know, there's it's just a different acceleration, different a different kind of cultural evolution. I'm not saying it's better. I'm not saying it's worse. But you could go, you could go into Africa and you could find 14, 15-year-old girls having kids. This is the way it is. Right? Are they having kids with 35, 40 year old men? 28, 29 year old men? Are they being married off to 14, 15 year old, 16 year old boys? Sometimes they are, sometimes they're not. I don't, I don't have the slide rule for the cultural standards in various parts of African tribes. I'm just using that as an example, right? So a lot of this tends to be really cultural, but in this country, in this country, based on this system and this culture, where in many cases you'd be 30 fucking years old and you're still not mature. I'd make I'd make the case that there are probably 14, 15, and 16-year-olds in places like Africa. Let's I, I'm just gonna come back to Africa. That those young people who eventually have kids are probably more mature 
than some of these 30 year old fucking moms that I've seen who are willing to take their kids down to the sexual reassignment factory and have their anatomy redistributed, right? Or, or taking their, their kids to uh, drag queen story hour down at the bar. Who's, who's more mature in that regard? That's an interesting philosophical question. Is it the 14, 15, 16-year-old mother in a part of the world where they have kids and, like, life is hard, right? It's hard. But they're not going to send their kids to have their anatomy rearranged, and they're certainly not going to take them down to, to go see, uh, you know, the latest drag queen and tip the lady. You know what I mean? I mean, it's a really interesting kind of philosophical question. How do we gauge maturity? Maybe it's not really a question of maturity. Maybe it's more of a question of necessity and not having the, you know, the kind of hedonic spoils of, or material society because that's really that's really what it is isn't it it's kind of the the top of the, the tip of the iceberg you know it's it's like it, it it in a culture where we have more wealth and more opportunity even though it seems to be truncating and and coming into more of a contracted space we have all these things that theoretically would make us happier, would make us more um, content so that we don't have to endure the struggles of people that are not in the first world. You know, that when they do have a kid, it's like, it's a serious fucking deal, right? Like they have to make sure the kid's not malnourished and all the other stuff that goes along with it. But it's through this excess where people are allowed to make really stupid fucking choices. And it's a byproduct of it. Not only is it the, the byproduct of the material, it's like, okay, we have all these things at our disposal. So we can also play God. I'll play God over my child. And I'll let these people, you know, rearrange their anatomy and they can play God because we're, we're, we're theoretically at the top of the psychological uh, philosophical, political, uh, human food chain. You know, now we can perform the role of the high priest of our own society, even though we're not, even though they don't really think about it, but there is that, right? There is that weird kind of excess that goes along with um, the amount of abundance and wealth that we theoretically have here. So. Yeah. It's 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 an attitude. It's an attitude and it's a consciousness and one that doesn't really doesn't respect life as far as I'm concerned. And you know what maybe maybe that is going to bring me some some cancel points. I don't care. I don't really care. This is what happens when you have too much accumulative wealth. And a certain type of 
um, philosophical appropriation or philosophical, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Dominance sets in and material decadence is sort of linked to it as well. People that believe, I was watching this video. Uh, what's his name? Dave, Dave Menzies. He's part of Rebel News, you know, that, that outlet out of Canada. And he is, again, this is weird. He basically is calling out this guy who is a male playing on a rug, women's rugby team. And the women on the rugby team, these young women are fucking nuts. They're nuts. And this is what I'm talking about. This is like the philosophical tyranny that they have been indoctrinated into. And you only get to that place when you have, in many ways, an excess of opportunity, materiality, and goods. Right? If you if you had to like work really, really hard every fucking day, right? You wouldn't have time. You wouldn't have time. This is this is the downside of Maslow. Everybody thought, myself included, Maslow, like you could commune with God, like all the other needs had been met. Now, when you get to the top of the period with Maslow, you start making fucking idiotic choices because you have had all of your so-called needs met. Well, if you had to work and bust your fucking ass, you wouldn't be able to have those, the luxury of those thoughts, right? Now, the downside with you'll own nothing and be happy is that, I mean, yeah, if people had to live with less, work harder, they probably have the, the, this weird kind of banal superiority with, with their, their philosophical justifications. They just wouldn't have it. But on the other hand, in the Klaus Schwab model, you'd, you'd still probably have it. You'd still be that deep into the trance, right? Anyway. All right. Um, that's it for today. So let me get out of here. And I wish everybody an absolutely wonderful day. Don't forget, we got the event coming up. I'm really going to start to, to uh, I guess the things do in the website, but I'm going to start to really promote the event uh, next week. It's right here in the Hill Country. We always have a great time. Um, I'll talk about it on Sunday night. I'll talk about it tomorrow on the Friday Forecast. Some of you have already uh, purchased your, put your deposits in. Um, some of you have already paid, and I'll be sending you some information shortly. So thank you for being here. Thanks for supporting the show. Chataria, I love you. And um, use your head in order to discern what's real. Your heart to simple what's possible. I'm Robert Phoenix. Stay good. Stay weird. We'll see you tomorrow.